Okay, hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, It feels really weird recording this right now, just because I haven't posted a podcast or made a podcast or whatever you want to call it in over a month. And honestly, there just has been a lot going on in my life right now. Everybody is still in quarantine. Um, It definitely wasn't as severe as it was a month ago. uh, So I don't know exactly, you know, what I actually talked about on there in terms of quarantine and everything. But um, I just, you know, I've been trying to get back into the swing of things. I've been posting on YouTube more, just getting my life together more. There's just, there just has been a lot going on. And, um, you know, I just wanted to give myself kind of like a mental break when I'm not feeling that something is, you know, like if I'm not enjoying making podcasts, I'm not enjoying making YouTube videos, I just give myself a little bit of a break because, you know, it starts to feel like work and stuff. I know a lot of, you know, actual like famous youtubers say that but um even for me like it doesn't even matter the numbers for me I just I still work really hard on the channel I work hard with the podcast I work hard taking my own pictures editing everything that I do and I talk about this a lot but it's all me I'm the one in control of all of it so it's just I need I need mental breaks a lot of the time just because it can it can be a lot when you're constantly filming and then editing and then posting. It's just a cycle. Like, you just get into the cycle of it. And, you know, you feel bad when you haven't posted in a while. Then, like, you feel like you have to, but the video is not good or whatever. So, I've been pre-filming just so I have videos uh, pre-filmed. And then I can go and edit them at the pace that I want and I'll post at the pace that I want but I already posted two times this week and I'm, I'm really happy about that doesn't even matter about the numbers I barely look at that when you see me you know talking about numbers it's literally like the one time I've checked in many months of course I see the views of course I see the amount of subscribers and everything but you know Views kind of help me understand what people like and what people don't like. And even if it's only, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 people or up to whatever I've had, like 30,000 watch videos of mine, um, it doesn't matter. I, I just do it for, you know, like fun. That's what YouTube is for me. It's fun. And it's also documenting my life in such a way that I can go back and look at it i i go back i started this channel in 2016 i can't believe it's been four years and in that time i've made over 300 videos that for the most part i have filmed edited and everything myself of course uh my friends have helped me out throughout it and i always take their opinions and suggestions and if they want to edit something Oh, excuse me. Um, by all means, um, I let them edit it. I let them have input. I trust my friends. I am always down to film. My friends really understand kind of why YouTube and they, you know, 
have grown to love it. Some of my friends don't like it. That's why you don't see them much in it. I know with Danielle, she she's a private person. I guess let me on my screen. Um, and in the beginning, like she knew what I did, and she thought it was like interesting. Like she actually liked it. I'm I'm not making that up. She actually liked it, but um, I didn't know that for a while. You know, I kind of just thought she thought it was kind of weird or whatever and but she was watching my videos long before we ever actually talked in person which is kind of weird but we've talked about that on many podcasts it's just it's not weird like I appreciate it and everything it's just weird to know that someone knew you knew you kind of like before you know them it's kind of like the scenario of like celebrities and like not comparing myself to a celebrity at all but that kind of scenario where like people know what you're doing where you've been um everything because you're under the spotlight but you don't know like if if a person that you've never seen in your whole entire life comes up to you on the street and they're like oh my god uh i uh i know that you have a german shepherd and your your wife likes to cook apple pie and you're like oh my god how do you know that but you're like oh yeah i i make like 12 movies a year you know like it's kind of just like you forget kind of like I forget all the time that my life is pretty public there's a lot of aspects that aren't public which I know is kind of hard for people to understand just because uh people are like oh yeah Olivia she's the most public person you know anywhere that I am whatever school I've been in I'm the kid that puts all my life out online and then I'm shyer in person and people are like why are you so shy like why it's not that I'm shy I don't have a problem being outgoing I'm not like um I get anxious but not not really in social situations I'm very good at you know just being really friendly and even if I don't like a person at first or whatever I'm always open to meeting new people But the thing is, I'm very closed off in a sense where, like, I'm careful with who I spend my time with because i rather have a lot of close friends than, like, I mean, yeah, a lot of close friends than a lot of, like, just friends that I call them my friends but we don't do anything. I, like, when I say you're my friend, I say that we hang out outside of school, you know, when school is a thing, um... And the relationship is two-sided. That's what I view a friend as. Um, Just someone that I know is going to be there for me and wants to actually hang out outside of school and everything. Um, Because, you know, that can be a little like... That's how you know the person's real, in a sense. Like, oh yeah, like they'll talk to you at school or whatever, but if they're willing to come into your home and like meet your family and then go out with your family or go on trips with your family it's all very like oh yeah that person's my friend like that's kind of what I view friendship as I don't even I wasn't expecting myself to get into this um rant but I I guess it's been a long time so um anyway so I've been posting on YouTube like I said and what I was trying to say was I just I like to take a mental break when I feel like what I do is not 
fun anymore because I never want to take the fun out of YouTube or whatever. Like, I, I never want to force it on myself because if you force something, you're just not going to enjoy it as much. Um, that's why people that are the most public and the most online are most of the times the the most unhappy because they're just constantly pushing out stuff and whether they like it or not they just it's a cycle like once you once you it's hard to describe like say whoever's listening if you've ever done youtube you know that the second that you put something up and people start watching it it doesn't matter how many people it's just like an amount it can be literally you and your best friend watching or whoever or maybe it's no one maybe you're just like oh that's public anyone can see but it doesn't matter how many people watch it you'll you get this kind of like adrenaline rush and it's all about like you just feel really good when you put like you you made it you you're the producer all of it's you you know um Okay, sorry to do a clip transition there. Uh, My aunt was walking back and forth, and she's getting ready for bed and stuff, so I didn't want her walking to be kind of in the background, so I just stopped it for a few minutes. Um, So if it stops again, just know that I'm just trying to cut out sound so you guys don't hear, like, outside garbage. But um, what I was saying was, basically, when you produce something that you really love you you want to do it over and over again it's like you just feel like encouraged to do it um you just you feel like for me it's like a sense of there's walking again my god again we're cut off again i'll just keep going if you hear cuts i'll just i'm just gonna keep continuing with the conversation um Basically, you know, unless you're someone who maybe vlogs or whatever, but even like David, like I always give him an example, but for him, all the all the footage is scrapped, all of it's cut down to that four minutes and twenty seconds, and then it's all gone. So after that video, you have to go out and find new content, and it all relies on you finding new content, and all of it's scrapped because he never wants to repeat something like even if it's in the same area like in the same place never wants to repeat it only that only goes on the bloopers channel the second channel or whatever and um yeah so for me same thing obviously not as public but um i'm not using like a bunch of different clips unless it's a vlog and even with that, like, once I decide to cut that off, it's all new clips. But, like, for videos, oh my god, I'm like, um, it is all new footage. So, you kind of just get, like, okay, that's up, and then I need to be on to the next thing. Because that's, it's just a cycle. Sometimes it's really good because you, you're, you're getting stuff done, you're feeling productive, you're getting new content up, people are watching it. People are giving you feedback on it. You feel really great. And 
there is a flip side where like, oh, if you decide you want to take some time off or you want to change your schedule or blah, 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 blah. If you're as public as David, you have to tell your audience, hey, I'm going to post this amount of times a week, which is what he did. And everyone was like, huh, what, what do you mean? People don't understand what it is to make a vlog, but, um, it's, I can't believe he was posting three times a week. That is insanity for what he does. And I wish people, I wish people knew that about the videos. Like you see a video and I, I feel like I, it always goes back to David, but like for Rizzle, he, like I look up to him so much, especially well for in every aspect, but you guys know for YouTube especially and like you guys have no idea how hard this kid works and people are like why why isn't he posting he can't go anywhere so what do you want a vlog sitting in his house and he doesn't have spare footage because all of that is scrapped that's how it works so like people are like why haven't you been posting why haven't you posted post post you're not going to get anything besides a second channel video if that but there's probably no more spare footage anymore so we might have to like get like a Q&A or something like bring it back to 2016 or whatever on the second channel because like it's gonna be a while anyway so yeah basically when you're producing something like YouTube is like we can't we're always told what to do we can't always control everything and i love control but i hate to be controlled see there's like a difference so like um youtube is something that i have full reign over i can post whatever i want i can edit it however i want and i get to choose you know when i get feedback what i do with the feedback it's all up to me everything like no one tells me hey you should do this this and this sure i have you know people that are like this is good or this isn't good or let me tell you what you should do to make it good or there's flat out people that just hate me and <laughs> hate the channel or whatever it is and think it's disgusting and cringeworthy and blah blah blah, blah which is your opinion but um all of that I can control and that's one thing where it's like when people hate on me for it that's kind of one thing that I can kind of hold over their head in a sense where it's like yeah like hey you don't like it but like this is like this is my hobby you know like a lot of people like I've said this a lot of people play eh, uh play sports uh, a lot of people are you know acting or whatever you know school-wise obviously none of us are doing that now anymore we're doing everything online and but I can hold it over people's head where I'm like which I don't but I that is my like when someone just doesn't like what I do I'm like well you know that that's my thing that's my thing that you can hate on because Everybody has their other thing that people hate on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if people know you for having, like, a, a a rude personality. Oh, she's rude. Oh, we hate that she's rude. Or, um, 
if someone's like obsessed with playing soccer oh my god she's so she's so obsessed with being the best in soccer you could see it you could see how hard she tries it's so cringeworthy you know all this stuff like people will always take what you're passionate about and flip it and turn into something bad when it's like you know when it comes down to your passions I feel like that's one thing where all of us are like a big middle finger in the air we're just kind of like that's what we love to do that makes us happy and that's how we create I feel like everybody's trying to find their way and make something of themselves and that's your way to create through your passion that's what you love to do that's why i hate when people hate on people for their passion because i'm just not doing i'm not doing youtube for for clout as they say sure sure i i film when i when i go to shows or i i I meet famous people if you will of course when i meet david not if when i'll be like hey can i can I film this? Well, not even when I wouldn't even probably ask, but um, because he don't care. But the thing is, like, it's it's a personal. What does David call it? Um, I think he calls it a time capsule or something, where he can go back and watch everything. Uh. He talks about that a lot where it's like, yeah, my whole life is documented like online like since um since this year and um twenty sixteen basically. But um or twenty no 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 twenty fifteen? Twenty fifteen. Um but then you'll have also have all his vines from his high school years and he's like when I have kids I can go back and I could show my kids what I was doing on on this day in this year. And this month, I can show them exactly what I was doing and who I was hanging out with and X, Y, Z. You know, like, it's all, like, it's all there, like, forever. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully YouTube is around then. I feel like it'll just get bigger and better. I don't think it's ever going to disappear. Even if the platform does, like, those videos are going to... Nothing online ever deletes. So, like, I mean, unless, like, well, I'm not going to get ahead of myself here. Uh, when I think about the future, my, my, my mind just gets a little fuzzy because I'm like, all these YouTubers are like, so what happens when YouTube isn't a thing anymore? There's no way. There's no way that's going to go away. If it is, you know, some like gazillionaire will come in and change the title and make it different. But that site can never, everything's on that site. Like that's where like mu- music videos are posted. They're not, they're not posted on MTV anymore. You know, people that watch on TV. It's YouTube, and a million people make a living on there, and for millions of people, that's their income, that's their life, that's, that's everything to them, that site. I don't, I feel like it could never just evaporate into thin air, but I don't want to jinx it, so knock on wood, but, um, you know, it's just kind of (sighs) like, a little crazy, um, Wow, okay, I've already talked a lot, and I wasn't expecting that, but... So, before I get into, I guess, topics, if you will, or whatever we're going to talk about, 
uh, I just want to tell you guys what I've been doing in quarantine. So I've basically been in quarantine since February, which I know is kind of extreme. Have I been out of the house? Yes, of course. Have I been to my friend's house? Of course. Has she been here? Of course. Like, and then people can hate on me for that too. But, you know, like, I'm not hanging out with, I want to make it clear, I'm not hanging out with anybody that I haven't seen in months. Only people that I've seen. And it's only for certain amount of time and like you know it's just the way it is guys like I don't know I'm being I'm being very careful always got a mask and glove gloves on um always throwing those gloves away because you never know what's on them um washing my hands disinfecting everything like constantly um only going out you know to get either I'm going out to a friend's house or I am going to the store to get food, or I'm going to get gas, or that's, like, it's not, like, crazy outings, you know what I mean? So, yeah, we've all had to, like, change our lives pretty much, but what I've been doing, well, of course, posting YouTube videos, uh, I haven't been making podcasts, so I can't even say that, but, um, what else have I been doing? I've been ordering, like, crazy like I you know I kind of made the mistake of getting a debit card well that was that wasn't a mistake but like you know it needed to be done it's just like (laughs) I've been ordering so much crap that I don't I don't need it but I want it I want it and that's why there's a difference and I'm just like I'm bored, so I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna order this, oh yeah, I'm gonna, and just let everything come to me, so I could, like, have some sort of sense, like, life is still going on, you know what I mean, like, um, I've been walking, like, constantly, and I get sick of this neighborhood, but, you know, it's weird to see how many people are outside now, like, people I've never seen in my whole entire life are walking around the neighborhood, and I'm like, who are you, and then I'm like, oh my god, there's like five kids, where where are these kids? Because my neighborhood, I'm, I always tell people, I'm like, there's no kids in this neighborhood. Like, barely. Not in my general, like, vicinity. But, um, there is apparently, which I never knew. <laughs> there's a lot of kids, but you never see them, ever. Like, my neighborhood is hella, like, <laughs> it's basically on a mountain, it's like multiple mountains together. I know it's kind of weird, but um, we're not like a, you know, one of those community stuff. Not to hate on those. Um, mine's just kind of more like there. Um, it's like you're not going to know about it if you don't like travel up here. But um, it's kind of hard to find as well. Like it's just like kind of plopped in the middle but the thing is like it's pretty hilly it's pretty big the roads in a sense are pretty long like you have to it's it's kind of hard to walk these roads like you kind of have to pick like okay I'm gonna have to walk up and down a couple hills do I want to walk up the hills more do I want to walk down hills more you know like it's hard (laughs) So, like, for Halloween and stuff, no kids ever come down here because it's just, like, a lot of walking in the hills. 
So, like, I'm like, where are all these kids coming from? And now, like, I guess their parents are like, oh, yeah, we're going to go for a walk. And we're going to walk down the hill for once. So, um, it's weird to see all these people that I didn't know, like, existed. Um, my favorite thing is seeing dogs. I am, of course, obsessed with dogs, like everyone else. But I love seeing all the dogs that I've never seen here that live here. Um, and we're, like, a very big dog community every single person in this neighborhood has almost almost there's some people that don't but it has a dog or two or three or four like literally we're all obsessed with dogs for some reason but i love it because i just love seeing dogs um when i walk and i'm never by myself when i'm walking even if i'm by myself technically i'm passing at least one or two people or families or whatever but there's been so many like I'll pass like 10 when I it's like crazy but um I'm doing that then I got a paint by numbers thing and it's the most complicated painting ever which I chose precisely because um we're gonna I figured we would be here for a while so Starry Night by Vince Van Gogh is probably my favorite painting ever and um i decided that i'm gonna paint it and uh it's really hard to even see the numbers let alone the slots of where you put the paint in the slots the you know spaces i i can't think of english right now but um yes i've been doing that and i'm still not even but i'm not not even remotely remotely a quarter centimeter into it like literally like i'm so far from finishing it but it's fine um what else have i been doing cooking a lot for some reason (laughs) um gaming um tiktok (laughs) isn't everyone um what else am i doing just like hanging out you know um well the main thing that i well okay a lot has changed since we talked guys so i am gonna be moving to florida which is kind of like what like what do you mean so like like next month or the month after like literally like i'm getting out of new york like i'm I'm sick of it like i'm just i'm done with it it's gonna be weird but it's also like florida is like my second home um and i i know my way around so well down there i am always really happy when i'm down there i just i need a new city i need a new change of scenery i've been living here my whole life and i'm just like sick of it like it sucks so um yeah i'm gonna be moving there i'm gonna figure out school and stuff when i when i'm there and um danielle actually got accepted to the university of tampa so i'm hoping that she ends up there as well um she better, no. But um that school is incredible. It's in one of my vlogs, by the way, for a couple seconds. It's just 
such a pretty school. It's like a resort. And um, yeah, I'm going to be around. I'm going to be around the country, my guy. I am going to be... My cousin is getting married in July. And he lives in Arizona, which I've never been to. Phoenix, precisely, which is also like the best city in Arizona, right? So I'm about to go there and... Um, hopefully the wedding isn't, like, postponed or whatever, but, um, oh, I gotta fly back across the, the country. I'm sick of this, like, thank God, like, I guess Florida's closer than New York would be, because New York is, like, tip to tip of the, you know, like, it's all the way up, and then, like, Florida, like, I'd be in Tampa, so it'd be the West Coast, so I'd be even closer, and it's a shorter distance, I think, hopefully, maybe, Probably not, though, because my luck is terrible. But, um, so I'm going to be there. I'm trying to see the Grand Canyon, you know. I just want to know what it's about. Like, I'm like, why is everyone so fascinated by this big hole in the ground? But I'm like, well, I guess it's cool. My parents went there uh, a long time ago. And my mom's like, it's amazing. You have to see it. And I'm like, it's a canyon. And she's like, I know, but it's so cool. And, um... What else? I'm trying to go to Vegas. Um, <laughs> you're like, what are you going to do in Vegas? Well, I'm going to walk around in Vegas. <laughs> um, I am a huge fan of Ghost Adventures, the show. <laughs> and Zach Bagans has a museum there. And he lives there. And he has a museum there. And it's like one of the create like the, the haunt the haunt the most haunted places in the whole entire world because it's like all these haunted and demonic and evil and things are just sitting in one space and it's like you're going into like a vortex like it's the craziest thing. But um, I just remembered that that's not going to be open until January because of this virus. Um, so I'm gonna cry, but um. <laughs> So maybe Vegas will be put on hold. I really hope not, though. I'm just going to... I don't know what I'm going to do. But, um... And then, of course, we can't forget about LA. Everyone's like, don't go into the rabbit hole again. Listen, I just... I miss it. And now that I've been there once, I feel like I can, like, explore more. I want LA to be, like, Florida to me. Like, where I've been so many times. I know my way around. I can just, like vibe there like i'm trying to just like live life and stuff and you know i'm just trying to go back but um corona had to mess everything up i still can't believe that this is like real life right now that we're in a pandemic like it doesn't it's i don't think it ever registered in my brain like i i feel like okay we're inside and stuff like but like Yesterday was hella weird. I went to the store yesterday with my mom. And, you know, the last time I went to a store, which that was a couple weeks ago, actually, with my grandpa. And I was like, me and a couple other people were like the only ones wearing a mask and gloves in the store. So I'm like, all right, this isn't that bad. Like, I don't even have to wear a mask and gloves. Why am I doing this? You know, like, I just, which honestly isn't right of me to say, please wear mask and gloves. But um, at the time... I honestly just thought it looked stupid, like, like, you know, but yesterday going to the store, there's a sign that says you must wear a mask and gloves. I see people 
or a mask at least and um i see people pulling up in the parking lot wearing a mask and gloves in their car i'm like buddy how are you driving with that like i don't know how you're doing that and um go in the store everyone's got one on one when i saw this one this mom pushing her kid in the car the, the kids got one on i'm like this is some like purge bs like i'm i'm looking around and i'm like is this really real life right now like i can't walk in a store without putting a mask on like it was super weird just to see because i haven't been anywhere like i haven't been in one space where everybody's wearing one so it didn't really feel like real kind of it just felt like oh yeah we're in a pandemic check like like you know um like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll wear it and make myself look ridiculous and everyone else will just look the same. But, um, everybody was wearing them. Because you have to to go in stores now. Which is annoying. <laughs> um, so that was weird. But, in the line, forget it, the shelves, I couldn't look at it. There was nothing there. People were, like, running around in circles trying to find stuff. People were, like... Some people were, like, right, like, on top of me, for lack of a better word. But some people were keeping their distance. Like, but there's just not enough room. Like, all these people trying to go down an aisle, like, you're not going to be six feet apart. Which is kind of, like, <laughs> you know, not that great. But, um, I feel like I'm talking really fast. And I need to, like, calm down. Um... <laughs> Should we talk about TikTok drama? I don't even know. Well, we could refer back to Emma's podcast in a second, but as as of TikTok, I, I love TikTok. I'm on it constantly. It's such a a blessing and a curse. But Charlie D'Amelio just hit 50 million followers, which is like what? Like, huh? Like, huh? Um, I hate when people hate on her because I actually... I wasn't very fond of her in the beginning. Just because, like, I'm like, oh, like, I basically um, kind of looked at her the way that people look at me. We're like, oh, she she has everything. Everything's handed to her. Um, she's spoiled. She's entitled to sell the other thing. Like, all this stuff people call me. And, um, I can't, and she, oh, she goes to a really, a really expensive, uh, high school and uh her house is like a million dollars and blah 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 and i'm like i'm like oh yeah she's like such like a spoiled brat or whatever but then um i uh i started seeing her for the person she was and not the person that everybody said she was and you know i'm i'm i like disproving people like i like that like i like being against what everyone thinks of some people because in the beginning people were like who the hell is this charlie girl she were this hype this is ridiculous all this stuff like everyone's like you don't deserve the hype you don't deserve the hype you don't deserve all the comments like clown emoji clown emoji and now it's like we love you charlie you you deserve the hype congrats on this million congrats on uh like every other day she's hitting another million people which is like unheard of like i've never seen somebody in the history of any social media platform gain as many followers that she has in the time that she's been on the app she has the most followers on the app um 
she has 7 million more followers than Lauren Gray. And Lauren Gray um, had the top spot at 43 million. And then Charlie said bye. And like, you know, um, I just, I don't, I don't know how, I just don't, I don't get it. But I'm also fascinated by it just because I'm like, oh, Charlie hit another million. Charlie hit another million. Like every day I'm like watching it hit up and I'm like, okay. Um, and yeah, I kind of was just like, oh, uh, I don't really like her. Like she's like spoiled or whatever, but like I, I learned her dances or whatever, because like for me, if you want to be a successful day talker or whatever it is, the key is you want to, you want to do the hit, the hit dances. You want to learn them from the top people you want to use the same sounds they're using like every single day i'll tell you guys my method but like i'm not i'm also i'm doing it to grow but like not grow in like an ignorant way i just want to learn like every dance like i love it so much and um i i used to dance i I danced for like 10 years and um i had a blast i loved it dance was my passion for a really long time and you never lose that. Like once you once you're like a dancer, if you will, um, you never lose it. Like you always want to dance. You always like miss it. Like I I always miss it. I I know how difficult it was for me, but like it was it was a lot of hard work. I I got I gave up a lot to do that. Like a lot, and um, it was definitely hard for me to give that up. I I didn't want to. I really wanted to stay dancing and I, I would have literally dropped out of school before I quit, but like, you know, I was 12, but it was like just getting really, um, a lot. And I, I miss it like every single day. Um, I don't know how I did what I did, but, um, anyway, so back to Charlie D'Amelio. Basically, I just learn all the dances that I can, um, and I do a lot of her videos, um, what else? But why did I bring her up? Do I even, I don't remember why. I just said she hit 50 million. Oh, for me seeing her, who she was, basically, I think the first vlog she ever made where she was talking to you know she's like hey hey you got like she's like she's 15 so like it's like i hate when people hate on like anybody but like she's 15 like um but like i get when you look at her and you look at like oh she's got a gucci belt she's got gucci shoes uh this that the other thing like oh look look daddy's money daddy's money like people love to throw daddy's money around um which like <laughs> If you don't know someone's situation, like, be happy, like, for them, like, that her dad is really, really successful. Like, I would be like, oh my god, um, congratulations, like, not not being sarcastic at all. Like, he probably worked really hard for that, like, really, really hard to be in the position that he's in. And he probably, maybe he has, like, a really, like, inspiring backstory. I don't know, I just love to think about this. Like, maybe his parents, like didn't have any money and he he like went into this business or whatever and now he owns his business in new york city or whatever like it's like and he can afford to buy a nice house in connecticut by the way i'm always in connecticut so um i'm trying to run into charlie somewhere but um anyway 
I feel like the thing with parents, which I feel like people forget, especially with my parents, is, you know, when you don't have a lot, when you have kids, you really want to prove to yourself and also, like, your parents, like, that you can give your kids more than they gave you. It's kind of like a weird competition thing, but my dad always said that. He was like, I, I just want to, I just want to give you everything that, that, that my parents couldn't give me. Like, same with my mom. They, they always said that. And I'm like, huh? Like, what do you mean? Like, uh, I don't need all this. I don't need that. I don't need that. But, you know, you guys know the relationship with my dad and everything. But, um, you know, that's one thing that I will never hold against him where it's kind of just like he always wanted to make me happy. He probably didn't know the right way to do it. But um, in his mind, he thought that being more than his parents, you know, it was all about opportunities. It was all about experiences. It was all about going new places and trying new things and everything like that. Like, yeah, like, he does like to show off and everything. But I feel like there were times where it was just like, yeah, like, uh, this is this is just this is for my daughter this is for my family um i did this because of you i I did this for you um you know my mom's more like not show offy she doesn't show off like anything really like she knows what she has and she doesn't like preach about it or anything and neither do i which is why like i hate when people say that garbage, you know, I, I've talked about this already, and hate, I hate to get negative and everything, um, but the thing with Charlie is, like, when I watched that vlog, I was, like, she's really sweet, and, like, really grounded, and really kind of, you can kind of see, she's kind of just, like, still in disbelief that this is her life, and I, I don't think she can comprehend the amount of people watching her at the moment i think it's kind of like a weird um situation like i can't i can't imagine like one minute minute you you're going to catholic school right this is basically my life but not just you're going to catholic school and you're just like charlie and like you have some friends or whatever and uh you're just doing school and like you like to dance or whatever and you're doing dance and then your friends get TikTok, and then you're like, okay, I'll try TikTok, and then, like, a month later, like, not even, like, you, you blow up, and then, like, you just keep blowing up, and I, she's, she stayed exactly the same, though, like, I just, I feel like she doesn't understand, and in the best way possible, she doesn't understand why people, I guess, are drawn to her or whatever, But she's very, like, you guys know if you've watched a vlog or whatever, there's a hair on my screen. Okay, if you watch a Charlie D'Amelio dance video, you're like, wow, pop off, flex, whatever, like, oh my god, this is so good, or oh my god, well, you could take it both ways, but then you can be like, oh my god, she's, she's so, she's so show-offy. She thinks she's everything, look, she's trying so hard, blah, 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 you know, you can flip it completely. 
then when you watch her talk in a vlog, you're like, oh wait, that's just a 15 year old girl who looks kind of shy and kind of like, mm, like just the way she talks, she's like, uh, hi, hi guys, it's it's Charlie. Um, and then like even like her live streams and everything, like everything she does, she's just like, hey, I, I'm gonna do my nails. Um, I'm I'm gonna make a cake. Uh, she's very like, like. <laughs> Just like I want to give her a hug, like she's kind of just like um. I think she's overwhelmed, but it's also it's hard to comprehend coming from, like, just coming like no one knows you, and then all of a sudden people know you, and you're just kind of like, um um like you can see, that none of it's gone to her head at all. She's extremely grounded, extremely humble, extremely down to earth. She doesn't act like she's somebody great. Like. She's very confident dancing. And then when you see her in a, like, vlogging or whatever it is, in a YouTube video or whatever, she's very, like, timid. Like, she's, like, just to herself. And there's still the same personality. I think it still comes with shock, like, her life now. It's it's a weird concept. I don't know. I just wanted to talk about it because it's, like like what like but i got her merch like i I, i'm already i got it guys i had to get it she loves coffee i love coffee like she loves duncan i love duncan um but even her interviews like when she was on lava kelly and ryan or jimmy fallon or whatever she's been on like very like uh not she's not full of herself at all I I wish people I wish people knew that like I feel like you're not going to know the real Charlie unless the same with me you're not going to know the real me unless you follow me on social media and like you watch some of my channel because I can be very like oh uh, look at me look at me but like I'm, that's not, it's not what I'm trying to do, you know, um, with Charlie, she's just confident, like, she's a confident dancer, and I think she's, she's practiced so, so hard on it, like, and, um, she's just, that's her element, like, that's her passion, and, uh, that's why she's so, like, kind of, Oh, uh, I could dance, you know, like, but she's not like showy offy, like, oh, you know, eh. but it, it comes across as that. But then when you watch something of her, you're like, oh, wait, <laughs> that's just a 15 year old girl. And she's kind of like shy, like she's kind of just like overwhelmed a little bit. I could see it kind of in the best way possible, though, but it's super weird. Um, I, I just, you never expect your life to, like, take that turn, and I feel like she's kind of like, oh, okay, um, yeah, (laughs) like, um, but yeah, if you haven't watched her vlogs, whatever, or her YouTube channel, you you should, you should give it a, a moment of your time, because I feel like, I wanna, I wanna know the person that I'm learning dances from, like, I wanna... I just want to know a little bit about her. 
want to know like what her personality is and stuff and that's why i watch everything <laughs> i'm kind of a little charlie obsessed i i literally checked her account an unhealthy amount of times a day i'm trying to think how many times i would actually check charlie's account every day it's got to be over 10 it's got to be probably more <laughs> listen i'm not just checking it to look at it again but a lot of times when i'm bored i'll just go back and watch her tiktoks like because they're just so good like um but i check to see what the new sounds are what the new trends are she i learn all my dances from her um and what else and i like it too because she is always down to give people credit for dances like if she doesn't know who made the dance she'll be like guys tell me who made this dance and then the next bit she'll post it again and then she'll tag them and then she'll post it again and she'll tag them like she wants to help other people out like she's down for that and then she'll duet people's stuff and like she comments back like she's very like active on it in the best way like um yeah and she's very like herself like i don't know i was gonna talk about charlie for this long but uh yeah i think she's great now that i now that i i like i like proving people wrong like I could see, like, when I'm making TikToks with people and I'm like, oh, uh, let's watch Charlie's version. They're like, oh, no, I I don't watch Charlie. And I'm kinda, I kind of look at them and I'm like, mm, why? Like, why don't you watch her? Oh, I, I, I don't like her. Or, like, you know, like, and I'm like, uh, why? Why don't you, why don't you like her? And they're just kind of like, She's she's so entitled. She's so this. She's so that. And then I'm like, oh, well, why don't you why don't you just check out the account for a little bit? And then like, uh, the next time like we're making dicks or whatever, they'll be like, oh, uh, let me pull up Charlie's. One. Like, it's there. People are so quick to judge, and I'm not. I've probably like every person I've ever made a TikTok with. They're like, nah, I don't want to watch Charlie's. So let's watch a different person's. But then I'm like, yo like charlie's kind of the easiest to learn from like i can see her movements the best and i don't get tired of watching uh her dances again and again to learn i just kind of like enjoy it because she's enjoying doing it she's not just like dancing and she's not just like going through the the movements you can see like she really enjoys what she what she does and um it's fun for her like, that's her thing. Like, dancing is her passion. Like, it's fun. And that's the point of TikTok. Like, it's fun. Oh, but back to why I check her account so much. Well, I check to see if she posts, um, you know, if she post, posted. And then I check if I forget how to do a dance and I want to do that dance. I will go to her account and learn the dance from a TikTok. If I want a certain audio, I'm like, oh, Charlie did it. <laughs> go to the, I find the audio. Um, and I love taking inspiration from her. 
I, you know, copying isn't the right way. I never try to copy. You know, no one is ever going to dance this, the same, you know? Like, it's never going to be the exact same. And I just like learning it from her. Because it just feels like fun. Like, it just feels like dance class, like, all over again. Like, you're just, like, you know, learning from your teacher or whatever. Um, but it's just super fun. I don't know. I love TikTok. But, yeah, I just... I check her account a lot. Um, I just want to know what the trends are. And, you know, most of the time I want to learn the dance before my friends learn it. And so then I can teach my friends. Like, that's super fun for me. Like, I love teaching them, even though it is kind of frustrating sometimes. Um, Like, for me, I can watch. It's kind of, it's because I did dance for so long. I can kind of, it's kind of like watching your teacher like, teach you the routine, like, like, that's what we did, like, you know, we'd, our teacher would teach us step by step the routine, and then basically she'd be like, okay, do it, and then she add more, and then we do it again, and then she add more, and we do it again, and then we finally had the full dance, you just keep practicing, and you keep practicing it, but you gotta have really good hand-eye coordination, as they say, or it's just, like, you have to be able to look at somebody watch them do something and then you have to be able to repeat it and remember it and keep adding on to it that's what dance is that's what dance class is like if no one's ever taken one but um i've taken all elements of dance i've taken ballet tap jazz and musical theater and um i would say probably the hardest is musical theater just because that is well it depends on it depends they're all hard they're all hard honestly um Musical theater is difficult because you have to not only act, like, with your body or whatever, like, not only dance, you have to act, you know, like, with your facial expressions or your lines. Like, you gotta remember, like, I I had a bunch of lines and, like, um, you have to remember, like, just, you just have to remember it. Like, that's kind of how it works. And, um... you like plays are the hardest because it's like if you remember dance choreography or like where you're supposed to walk on the stage when you're supposed to walk on the stage you have to know the schedule like the back of your hand like you have to know okay i need to change into this outfit at this time i need to be on the stage at this time we have this scene next we have that like all of it like that taught me kind of like time management and scheduling and just remembering things because i needed to know Kind of, and like, if your teacher wants a certain, uh, if you, if they want your hair a certain way, if they want your makeup a certain way, if they want a certain costume, like, it's all, like, they control all of that, and you kind of have to put your own little spin on it, and, you know, that's, that all taught me a lot, um, so theater, you have to act in, like, in all aspects, um, ballet is just hella hard like it's really difficult that is like that is a precise dance like it needs to be to the t perfect like and i'm not gonna like fool around here like i i had a very strict teacher but she was great but like ballet was the strictest class that's where you have the the less um freedom that's why like when a lot of people take ballet they're like, I don't like this because they want their own, like, 
twist on it kind of but like that's not what ballet is ballet is like you need to like point your toes and like put your leg up straight I remember we had to go it's the same thing I had to go every Saturday morning to ballet class and that was recently before I went like during the week or whatever but on the weekends that kind of really pissed me off but like I loved it at the same time but ballet was I think the first thing that I didn't like like I started to not like anymore but it was the first thing that I started doing at like two I did ballet and um ballet is the first thing that I quit because I started wanting more creative control and I really found that in like theater um but so yeah, we had to do the same exercise or whatever every single day, like warm-ups, and then you had to actually like learn the routine or whatever we were doing. But you had to like, I don't even know how I did this, but you had to like put your leg up on the bar, put it this way, put it that way. Your toes had to be pointed. We had to do all the positions. Like it's hella, like it's hard. And like you, dance is also like flexibility. Like you have to like, um, like, a lot of people when they start dance aren't that flexible and then you have to work your way up so when you start doing dance everything hurts until you work your way up kind of and you get your body prepared and stuff like it hurts like when you gotta bend your leg a certain way or put it up a certain way or leave it up for this amount of time it hurts and I probably couldn't do it now because I haven't done it in so long but um uh, and then jazz. Jazz was my favorite. I love jazz. Jazz was so much fun. Jazz was like so damn fun. Our warm ups were the best. We would go in one corner of the room and the teacher would be like, okay, um, we're gonna do this, this move. A pirouette. And, um, you're like, isn't a pirouette like for ballet? Uh, I think it is actually. I'm not even sure. I don't remember. There's so many like moves and like knowing the names of the moves. Like it's very like, like it's like a language kind of. Like it's super like you gotta know this, this, and this. Sorry, this is a really long podcast, but whatever. Um yeah it was just you needed to know so like um we would go in the corner of the room and the music would play and we would just do the um the pirouette or whatever and a pirouette is like you one leg goes in front of you one leg goes behind you and you have to point your your toes and your leg it has to be completely like straight or whatever and you have to put your arms up on your sides like it's very like you know we just had to know what it was and um we would do it, and then the teacher would be like, uh, fix that, fix that, fix this, fix that. But I had the best teacher, so I'm not complaining. Um, and they would be like, fix that, you know, that's that's off. Do it again, do it again. So then we would keep, keep going, like, in circles. It was like a line. When it was your turn, you would go. And the key, I think, was to get, like, get the farthest jump you could get, kind of. So, like, when you do a pirouette, like, um, you jump. It's kind of like a split in midair. That's basically what it is. So, like, we always wanted... We were all competing to get, like, the farthest to the corner of the room. And I would get so far, I would slam, like, into the mats on the other side and the piano. Like, 
Um, and I worked really hard on that. And, um, yeah, jazz was so fun. And then we would do the routine and everything. And recitals were always stressful but fun. And, um, tap was also really difficult. Tap is very difficult. Um, people don't give tap the the credit that it deserves because it's super hard. Like, um, you're basically, you're just, you need to tap a certain way. Like, that's really, like, controlling, okay, like, my toes need to hit here, my, my, uh, heel needs to hit there, this, that, the other thing. Like, that's hard as hell. Um... But, yeah, my my teachers would always, for some reason, put me in the middle, and everybody would watch me, and it, it's weird to think about now, but I, I was, I was, like, one of the oldest kids in the class, so I'm pretty sure that's why, um, but, like, they noticed that I had a good eye for remembering dances, so, like, everybody would look at me, <laughs> Um, and, yeah, everybody looked at me. It was kind of weird, but, you know, even in recitals, like, I would always remember, I don't think I, I never forgot a dance or a step or anything. You just remember it. Like, you just do it so many times, you just remember it. Um, I would be, like, in the dressing room, like, repeating it, like, constantly in my head. I'd be doing the steps, like, like, it was, like, the Olympics or something. Like, I was very, like, passionate about that. And, um, yeah, what else? Uh, Wormless were always, the f- like, fun. And then it was, like, gotta get down to business. And, like, there's no, like, really, there's not a lot of breaks involved. For me, my jazz class was, wow, is this even right? yo, how did I do this? My jazz class was an hour and a half. And then after that, the kids that didn't take tap would leave. Then there would be like 20 minute break or whatever. Then the kids that took tap came in. And so I did dance for two and a half hours straight. Well, there was like a break like in between, but like, dude, there's, that's like not a lot. That's like a lot. And I'm just realizing, um, but I didn't care. And then I, like, would have to go home and, like, do homework and stuff. Um, that's crazy, yo. But I don't know. I don't know how I did that. And, um, I loved it so much. It was so fun. But, um, yeah, what else? I would really like to go back and see my dance studio. I pass it, like, every day, but, like, I would really want to just... I want to go inside and see what it looks like. Because... I don't really I don't really want to say where I went, just because I don't want to give away, like, my distinct location. But, um... Basically, it was two buildings. One building had the dance studio and on, like, you know, like, one floor or whatever. Like, um... It was a building that had a bunch of other businesses in it. And then the other part was a 
big garage and that whole thing was a dance studio it's literally a little waiting area the whole thing's a dance studio and then um there's a bathroom and that was it and that's where our theater was like theater was so fun and we did theater camp and i literally had one of my birthday parties in that huge garage and i remember i got chairs from my elementary school at the time like i went all out for this party and there was mad people there i don't even know who these people were (laughs) but like i like got that place to have this party and like we had a blast there like so much fun um that was probably one of my favorite parties i always did the weirdest things for parties like i really liked creative parties instead of like oh we're gonna go to wherever and have of course i had the classic chalky cheese birthday party that should be a whole episode where i talk about my birthday parties if i can even remember but i meet a lot of people and they're like you know i never really had a birthday party what do you mean i was i was king birthday party i literally i had one at a water park chalky cheese i had like five of them there not even exaggerating um my dance place i had one of this really cool uh kids hair salon like yeah me like i wanted to give my guests an experience like i was so little uh there was this place in my mall a mall called livy lose and i loved it because livy olivia you know i thought i was like the king of the world but um that store was fire like you would go and they would glam you up like they would wash your hair and then put your uh put it up in like a a crazy concocted like hairstyle and then put a a tr on and they would do your makeup and i was like five and i was like this is this is the life of course they did a lot of build-a-bear build-a-bear was amazing um bowling bowling was my go-to when i got older and laser tag and arcade games all thrown together bowling was the jam like i love bowling and that was so fun oh my god we've been recording for so long well whatever i hope people listen to this but um i would love to talk about birthday parties what else i'm trying to think of Mm. i don't know what other birthday parties i had I think I had a, I had a lot in my house, but mm, not really birthday parties though. I was king pool party, but my birthday's in October, so I couldn't really have I couldn't have pool parties in October. Obviously, I had one this one year where it was like Halloween themed, and people dressed up in their costumes, and I did it in my garage. I just loved it, like. We went all out, like, that's another thing when you're, like, an only child. Like, your parents, like, at least for me, my mom was obsessed with throwing these birthday parties. Like, we would start planning so far in advance, like, it wasn't even funny. Like, it was, like, literally the Olympics, like, not even exaggerating. Like, my mom would go out, like, a month or two in advance like once we hit like september mom's like okay what are you trying to do for your birthday and i'd be like 
this mom and she'd be like that's crazy and I'm like I want that and she'd be like okay so we would just do it like um yeah it's crazy I didn't do anything for my birthday this year (laughs) because it just didn't it didn't work out like the timing and everything I was honestly just gonna get hibachi but I literally got hibachi but it wasn't for a birthday party um but you know I figured I'm like 17 I don't need a party but like I just want an excuse to like you know party like have a bunch of people together and eat cake like my cakes were fire too those are like the best um and the cake was always like a theme like it was a bowling party and get a picture of um bowling ball and the pins and everything and uh or some years I just wanted a certain picture and that's what we did like I was not playing around um yeah oh my god I gotta switch the clips because it's gonna cut off in a second all right sorry this podcast is literally probably the longest we've ever done but who really cares, right? Um, hopefully, you guys will have something to listen to in quarantine, I hope. Um, I feel like more people are listening to, like, podcasts and, like, watching YouTube and everything. Like, I feel like everyone's doing it. But, yeah, like, my mom and I would, like, pick out the location. It was a big thing. I think I had one at Allsport. I was also a king swimmer, like, I love swimming. Swimming was also, like, a passion of mine. Still is, but, um, so, like, in October, I always wanted an indoor pool. Like, every year, I'd be like, oh, mom, I want to party with a pool and this other thing, and she'd be like, okay, and I would go to, like, a gym and have it there, um, And she loved getting the decorations and, oh my god, the goodie bags were her favorite. She would go and, I didn't give her much direction. She just knew what to put in them. Like, she knew what kids liked. She would pick out the bags and then she'd pick out all the stuff. Like, there would be candy in them and pencils and erasers and, like, cool just, like, stuff that, like, little kids, like, like. Like, it was weird, but, like... And we would sit on the floor in the living room and we would make um, these goodie bags up. And yeah, it was cool. And the party would come. And uh, yeah, I miss that. You know. Sorry to take a dark turn, but um. Oh, didn't they have that party at, um, Jumpin' Yo, that place, there was, oh my god, I hate to get into, I'm not gonna get into this now because we're, we need, I need to end this, but there was this place that I used to go to, it was my favorite place in the whole entire world, it was called Jumping Jake's, and it's basically an indoor trampoline park, so like, well, what are those called? Bouncy houses. There's like a million of these in this place, 
I would go there with my friends for eight hours, nine hours, and just, like, eat dinner there and, like, go with my friends. And, like, they literally only had, like, pizza. Like, we would go and, like, go in the bouncy houses for hours on end. And, like, our moms would just sit there and talk and, like, be like, okay, like, it's been kind of long. We should probably go. But, oh, my God, I had a birthday party there. And people, I think I had a birthday party there. And I always, I just loved doing crazy stuff. Like, I just loved, like, if I knew a dope place as a kid, I was like, you know what? I want all my friends to be able to come to this dope place. And uh, that's what I did. So, yeah, Jumping Jakes. Y'all, look that up. Is that is that still a place? Because the one here closed down and I, like, I'm upset about it every day. Like, I just wish I could go back in time. Because that was literally my whole life, that place. Like, I was obsessed with that place. But look it up, guys. Because it's about to blow your mind. That place was amazing. Like, it was so good. Oh my god, can't forget about... Wait, did I have a party there? Fun Central. That place closed down too, but um, I think I had a party there. I just loved games and like crazy stuff. Um, but we'll talk about it next podcast. I didn't even get into any of the topics that I wanted to talk about um, concerning Emma's podcast. You know what? I'm going to go. Mm, okay. Okay. The topic for today that just came out is emotions. Um, and since we last talked, I'm just going to check right now what she talked about. So... Okay, the podcast before this one, we talked about high school and stuff. Um, so then after that, she talked about social media, intuitions, cheerleading, um, advice, and uh, emotions. So I haven't listened to the emotions one yet. I was literally going to do that after I post this. But um, yeah, social media, maybe I'll brush up on a little bit. Um, I just love her topics. Uh, intuitions. Oh, that's a good one. I feel like I'm going to dive into that really deep. Cheerleading, I've never done, so I can't really speak that much on that. Uh, advice, well, that would require you guys asking me some questions, so maybe I will go into that eventually. And emotions. Sure, that's a good one, but I have to listen and see kind of what she talks about on that. And then, um, yeah. Okay, if you listen to the end, I appreciate and love you so, so, so much. Uh, what else, guys? Well, check me out on my social medias, my YouTube. Uh, this has been Redo. I'm Olivia. Don't forget to uh, rate, review, and subscribe. I almost forgot what to say because I haven't done this in so long. Um, if you could, and uh, share the podcast with your friends. It would mean a lot to me. And... um yeah, we're, I'm going to try to post a lot more, so um, maybe I'm going to be doing it all week. <laughs> Whenever I have time, I'm going to make one, um, just because I have a lot I want to talk about. So, um, yeah, so I will see you guys in my next podcast episode. Thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. I really do appreciate it if you took the time out of your day. And, um, yeah, I'll catch you guys in my next podcast. Bye, guys.